0: Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Association Rockstars, where we hear about the journey and the insights of some amazing association executives and partners who are building the association industry of tomorrow. I'm your host, Lowell Applebaum, CEO of Vistakova. We partner with organizations on strategic facilitation. And I know many of you are just as excited as I am to have our guest today, Mr. Reginald Henry, CAE. Uh, his responsibilities are to implement exemplary systems at ASAE that can serve as a model to the rest of the association community, and to ratchet up the use and understanding of technology among ASAE members. He speaks regularly in technology and strategy issues. He has been working with and for nonprofit organizations since 1985. He enjoys cooking, drawing, pottery, and golf. And I'm excited for the conversation today for a few reasons. First of all, when you get Reggie and I together, we sort of start speaking without stopping. So I think the hard <laughs> is limiting this to 20 minutes, uh, but also is I'm excited to have a few moments to learn more about you, sir, about your journey and about your perspectives, uh, rather, rather than to have you speak for an organization or a certain discipline or, or industry. So welcome, so happy to have you.
1: Yeah, so, so what does it mean, Lo, that probably a lot of the people uh, who are who are listening right now wasn't even born in 1985?
0: What does that mean? <laughs> it, it means that your definitions of what a rock star is are going to have some great historical reference to it, I would imagine. <laughs> I hear you, so, these, uh, We like to start in a similar place, which is that the conversations we have are with those that, in one facet or another, are really exemplary. Right? There are places that any rock star we speak to has strengths they bring to the table. And so uh, we like to ask the question that if you were going to name one of the superpowers that you bring to the table somewhere that you have exemplary strength, what are one of yours?
1: Yeah. So, it, it, you know, I, I, I do it by way of a story. When I, when I was probably six or seven years old, my father um, bought this new radio and he, he bought it home and he was really happy about this radio. And, and I've always been a tinkerer. And yeah. so um, one day, and I don't know what got into me, but I wanted to know more about how this radio worked. So I took it apart. And my father got home from work, and he's looking at me, and he's looking at this radio on the table in pieces. And I began to explain to him how this radio worked. Yeah. He looked at me with a little bit of an amazement, a little bit of a, wait till you, wait, wait, till, wait till we finish with this conversation. I'll tell you how I feel about it. But he said, um, I could be really mad at you right now, but I'm not unless you can't put the radio back together. Mm. And he said, I'm gonna say that you're not gonna have your dinner until you put this radio back. Yeah. So it took me a lot longer than it did to take apart to put it back together, but I put it back together yeah. and and that day taught me a whole bunch of things. It taught me that, that I, I think this is my my uh, my my gift and, and I, I, it really is a gift um, uh, from some divine power. <laughs> um, I, I, I have the ability to look at complexity yeah. and and especially around technology stuff. I know we're not talking about technology stuff, but to look a look at complexity and explain it into pe- in, in in ways to people so that they understand it and can take action around it. Yeah. So I think that's what I
0: Well, look, I think there's no surprise. The uh, tech the subject of technology, I imagine, will work its way in because you do play <laughs> such a, a critical role for the entire community as a translator of not just sort of the back end, how does it work, but the front end, what's the experience you're creating by the technology choices that you make. And, uh, that, and Luke, that strength of translation is critical.
1: And my favorite superhero is Batman. It's gotta be Batman. And and Not one exactly. of the reasons it is Batman is you remember, you know, I was out this morning sitting on the deck and, and my, my next door neighbor's son came out and I was playing around with this drone. Yeah. And, and he said, What do you use stupid drones for? So I flew the drone up so he could see a picture of the top of his house, which he had never seen before. And he went he went bonkers. But yeah. but that's why I like Batman. I always think about the the line from one of those when when the joker asked, "Where did you get those wonderful toys?" right and And that's my job, making these these gadgets, these these things yeah. um, come to life in ways for people um, that they understand how to make their situations better.
0: This is why we get along so well. So with my conversation with my own son uh, and my daughters, we often talk about Batman as well. Uh, but the context we talk about Batman in is isn't about the toys necessarily. It's about as opposed to Spider-Man or Superman, right? Batman has no supernatural powers, right? Batman has simply recognized the strengths that he possesses and has brought them and heightened them, right, and refined them. And that's something any of us have the capacity and capability of doing. To say where, Absolutely. where do I have strength, where do I want to be, have further strength, and how do I dedicate myself to that? The,
1: the other thing that Batman does is, is he had a Robin and he had a Batgirl and he had an Alfred and he had help. Yeah. And he recognizes when he needs that help and he employs that help to further his own mission. Yeah. And I think there's some lessons learned from yeah. that as well.
0: So, as so you think about your own journey over the course of years, decades through the association community, I mean, let's. Let's start back a little bit, like where was a point in your own journey that you realized that the association world was the community that wasn't just a job, but sort of a profession that you wanted to be in?
1: Absolutely. And I, and I have a little bit of a leg up and I know, you know, this, and I don't know if everybody else does, but my mother worked for an association and and and, and I should say she worked in the association community because she worked first for a fulfillment house and served associations before she went into associations. So I got an industry partner view, and I got an association view. Um, but the, the the real kicker for me was, um, and this was back in the late '80s. Um, I had I was in private practice. I provided technology support to associations, and my mother was at her annual meeting up in Minneapolis. And one of the systems that they had bought failed. Yeah. And my mother called me up, and she said, our, "Our systems failed, and we don't know what to do." And I'm like, why are you calling me? Why don't you call the vendor? And, and she gave me that motherly tone on the voice that said, you will come up here and you will help <laughs> us get through this meeting. And so Reggie got on a plane that evening and went up to Minneapolis and got them to the meeting. But while I was there, I, that was my first time getting face-to-face um, contact with an organization and its mission and its people and, and their dedication to that mission and all of what that meant, yeah. And and it, it just struck me that, that that's who I am, you know. At, at my core, I'm um, I'm about people, and I'm I'm just so blessed to be work. blessed to be working in a profession um, that's about people, and, and motivating people and helping people. Um, and, and I think sometimes we take that for granted. That I'm I'm not building cars. I'm building relationships. I'm not building houses. I'm I'm building value and movement for people, uh, which is such a different thing and way to way to look.
0: I love that. You know the the idea of like building alongside people. There's still the need within there, of course, to have leadership to help guide where you want everyone to go. Uh, I imagine throughout your your time in the industry, you, know, you see many models of leadership impactful, less so. I mean, what has stood out to you as some of the some of the models of leadership that have impressed you, guided you, uh, yep. shaped your own journey?
1: So I, I've, I've been really fortunate. Um, you, you you and I were talking about GWSAE, And GWSA had a wonderful leader named Susan Safardi, um, who I, I remember, and some of you may remember a thing called the Nation's Capital Distinguished Speaker Series. And, here was this sleepy organization over on on P Street in Washington. And Susan had this vision of creating a world-class speaking kind of venue for world-class speakers. And I remember when she first mentioned that to the board that they were like, no, what? what?" And and two years later, um, excuse me, a year later, we had a four-segment speaker series That was Colin Powell and Henry Kissinger and and the likes. And while that thing ran, we had everybody from Maya Angelou to Desmond Tutu to whoever you world-class leaders they were. And, And I remember asking Susan two things. One, where did this idea come from? Yeah. And and two, how did you pull this off? Yeah. And and she sat me down uh, as, as she as she did from time to time, and, and reminded me of two things. One is um, never let yourself be defined by the things and the people around you. Hmm. So if you've got an idea, no matter how big or small it is, don't let anything or anybody define whether or not you can reach that goal. And and I've taken that with me all along. And, and I practiced that, never let anybody or anything else define who you are and what you can achieve, okay? That's all on you. Yeah. Um, the second thing she told me, which was kind of related, was um, that she has expect, expectations of everybody on her staff that they lead how they lead. And it made me do two things. It, one, it made me, for the first time, start to think about what is my leadership thing? What is my thing? What is the thing that I want to be known for that I can lead people there in, and that's, um, and it took me to two places. It took me to this book, and this is the second edition of it, but I read the first edition some years ago. It's a book about
0: emotional intelligence, and I have it. It's on my other bookshelf. I know you do. Sheet, I, I have it do. too. Yeah,
1: we all should have. But it made me think of two things, and I'm going to use this word, but I'm going to hyphenate it. Okay, it's about selfish. Not selfishness, but about, about being self-dash-ish, you know, focusing on yourself, focusing on, on your self-awareness, focusing on how you are affected by things and people and how you affect things and people in a way that you become stronger and how you interact and lead people.
0: You know, particularly in this moment of societal disruption in so many capacities, we were talking before we started. About how this is a moment of both trial, tribulation, and opportunity for organizations and specifically for leadership. I mean, do you see anything that are indicators of the needs of leaders at this moment that you think are different?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, we're all learning so much right now. Um, and we're learning how this is the first time in my life that we had a, I won't call it a disaster, um, but a, a situation affecting us that we don't know when the end's going to be, we have no idea, so the 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 leadership qualities that I, I see right now are are nimbleness um, uh, uh, an acute ability to listen right now to everything going on around us and 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 not listening with the intent to have an answer, but listening harder to understand um, especially under Understanding other people right now and, and, and what their situations are so yeah. so that but the ability to 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 make quicker decisions with less information and with with the idea in the back of your mind that you might have to make a different and opposite decision tomorrow based on what you listen to today
0: yeah you know so much of what you bring to the community is really a broadness of perspective i mean your your network is impressive sir and so i'm just wondering what is the the model for yourself as a leader that you have built with so many potential streams of input right how how do you listen well how are you a master listener of trying to like hear all the perspectives curate and refine and actually pull out the nuggets you need to be agile and nimble where you go yeah
1: so so two things that I, i i practice is is i seek other stuff to listen to you know, I seek out people, I seek out situations where I know I'm going to learn. Um, there, there's a discipline that I have that I, I probably started 25 years ago. Um, I come about an hour and a half every Saturday morning and I have for the last 30, 35 years or so to learn something that I don't know anything about. And and I guard that time and, yeah. and, my, and my, my wife, she, she. If you ask her, what's the one thing that frusta- frustrates her, that I'm just unchangeable about? It's Friday between. I mean, Saturday morning between eight thirty, eight thirty and ten. Um, she can't touch that time. But, yeah. but I, I seek out things to listen to, and listening sometimes, just reading and listening sometimes yeah. is is having a discussion with a person like Lowell or whoever. But, but seeking out that and. You know, the second thing is to map out this some kind of way, either in your mind. I use a tool called the brain, which allows for me to dump a whole bunch of disparate things into it, and then link them however I decide they need to be linked. And and over time, it creates this wonderful map of knowledge and relationships and everything else. Um, that 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 just it's incredible to me yeah. that that I visit that. Um, Somebody asked me, or somebody told me one time, you know what you are, Reggie? You're a connector. Yeah. And and I took that as a as a badge of honor. Yeah. Because because it it it, it means somehow I'm able to gather all of this stuff, and know know who know needs to know needs to talk to about something, or you know, it, it's that kind of keeping the community connected around things. Yeah. Um, maybe that's a superpower, huh?
0: Well, I think I think you could certainly sell that mind map for some good, good money, a good fundraiser for the ASC Foundation. Right there, people would pay good to see that. Well, uh, truth be told, we use that mind map in a whole bunch of ways. <laughs> I have no doubt about that. As a as a fellow connector, uh, who doesn't do the physical mapping, it's an interesting idea. That's a good lesson for me to think about in terms of you know building paths that you can deepen by having yeah. it drawn out there in front of you.
1: You know you know though there's 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 an intentionality that that at some point in time I hope everybody has about their work and their relationships um, you know, you know I see two so many people kind of floating through if you will and and you know it's it's okay if you're floating through if you see your work as a job to do, but once you start to think about well how do i how do I up my game so that I'm contributing to the department? And then how do I up my game so that my department is contributing to the association? And then how do I up my game so that the association is con- contributing to the community? And then finally, how do we up our games enough that associations are contributing to society? And you can't get there without intentionality.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're getting near time, but I, I have to at least ask a question or two. Because many of the conversations I have uh, with colleagues that are in supervisor roles aren't about the people who are trying, that they're supervising that are trying to up their game. They're about the people they have that they need them to up their game and they're not embracing them. I mean, as, as you have obviously supervised many along the way, when you've experienced someone that hasn't been on that path of growth of their own accord have you had any success in trying to inspire them, help them, guide them, mentor them, cajole them? Yeah, fill in the, I, fill in the I,
1: You know, one of the worst feelings in the world is to feel disconnected. And, and I, I can honestly say that in, in my career, I've probably only had to release one person. And I, I think the reason that is is that there's intentionality in, 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 that I use to make sure a person feels connected to the work, not just do, do the work, but, but right. make sure that they understand how their work affects our department, our organization, and that, that ladder that I was talking about. Yeah. So, so you know, I find that's one of the things that's missing from a leadership point of view. And you and I were talking about this earlier, is, is we spend so much time managing people as opposed to managing work and leading people yes and and so part of the leadership that we have with people is making sure that they stay connected to their work so if you've got somebody that's not performing make sure they understand the importance of their work individually and the importance of their work along that trajectory that gets to making society a better place
0: i'll ask uh, one last one before we run out of time which is for those that are following along and watching us today uh, that are on their own path of hopefully growth and leadership, as you think about the world we're in and the new realities of the world coming, any thoughts you have in terms of, you know, those that want to become rock stars, those that want to become leaders of what you would advise in terms of their own growth paths?
1: Yeah, I I, I think, you know, we we, we we focus so most when we talk about somebody becoming a rock star on subject matter expertise, and we don't focus enough on, on people. And, and so if there's anything that has helped me um, in my career, as much as anything else, it's people and it's knowing people and, and one paying attention to what people need from me and paying attention to what I need from people and using that to grow myself um, subject matter expertise i won't say it's easy but but you can master something a subject you can right. learn about it you can read about it you can practice it and we do that we don't practice us we don't practice this self-ish stuff enough and and, and the importance of that and building
0: the relationship that will propel you forward in your career Well, certainly the relationships that you have built are far reaching uh, and so It's a great model for all of us to learn from and perhaps go back and do our own mapping of those that we have and the relationships we need to succeed.
1: Be surprised. If you map that stuff out and look at it, you'll be, people will shock themselves about how connected they really are. Yeah. And realize
0: that there's gold there for them and for everybody else. And for the low price of 1999, Reggie will tell you just where you fit on his map of where (laughs) (laughs) the entire community. you and I could easily talk for many more hours, but I appreciate a little bit of the taste of insight into the man, the myth, and the legend uh, that is Reggie Hendry today. Thank you for- Well, I, I,
1: your... I appreciate you bestowing upon me the the title of Association
0: Rockstar. <laughs> I, I think it's one you've bestowed upon, you, upon yourself from your good works, But I'm happy <laughs> to recognize it. And when I I'm afraid. As well, thank everyone for joining us today. Uh, As always, behind the camera, we have uh, the wonderful Amy Hager, who's making sure that all of this goes off without a hitch and communicating with you. And Thanks (laughs) to her. And thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, We are smack dab in the summer of 2020 and continuing to seek out and to find and to learn from the rock stars of our community. I look forward to us being together again soon as we meet another rock star. Until next time, Association Rock On.